0: KMA 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. It's so good to be here on the Midday Moments program. It's now time for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Hi, Pastor Worth. Hi, Gary. Now, if I read this headline the Arch Collapses might scare the St. Louis people, right? <laughs> <laughs> if they were thinking it's the St. Famous, Louis Arch. <laughs> uh, gate, the Gateway Arch here in St. Louis, they certainly would uh, be very much upset about that happening, but uh, there was another Arch that collapsed that uh, is upsetting to some people, too. Okay. It's Darwin's Arch, and the article about it, actually, I saw just a couple of weeks ago at creation.com, but I see the article itself first appeared in January of 2022 in Creation Magazine, which is uh, from the same people who are part of uh, and behind creation.com. If you don't mind, it's a short article. I think I'll just kind of read it, and then we can comment on it. Okay, sounds good. The the title is Darwin's Arch Collapses and Joins a Growing Collection. The article was written by Jonathan O'Brien, and he says, The famous Darwin's Arch, a geological feature off the coast of the Galapagos Islands, has collapsed into the Pacific Ocean. The central bridge section succumbed to erosion in May of 2021 and fell into the sea. It left only the two vertical rock pillars either side of that supported it still standing. The arch, uh, and he has a photograph of it there, was a major tourist attraction. The arch and nearby island are named after Charles Darwin, who studied finches on the Galapagos. He is, of course, most famous for his 1859 book Promoting Evolution on the Origin of Species. This undermined and eroded faith in the Bible throughout the Western world. The structure is composed of natural rock and was a popular diving site due to the submerged rock platform underneath that provided a natural haven for sea creatures. Fortunately, no one was harmed in the recent collapse. Darwin's Arch grows a growing number of natural structures that have collapsed. In Australia, no less than three popular tourist attractions did so along a 10 mile stretch of coastline within the last 20 years. In 1990, the London Bridge Arch, then in 2005, one of the Twelve Apostles limestone stacks, and in 2009, the Island Archway in Loch Ard Gorge all collapsed from ongoing erosion. In Malta, the Azure Window Arch, another major tourist drawing card, collapsed in 2017. This undermines the dogma that these structures have been around for millions of years and would likely be around for many more. In other words, the observable rapid rate of weathering and erosion in Darwin's Arch and these other examples demonstrates that natural rock formations are not millions of years old, but are much younger. This fits well with the biblical teaching that the world is only around 6,000 years old. It's said that the surviving columns of Darwin's arch are to be renamed the Pillars of Evolution. If so, this situation is not without a certain irony, given that the remains of the rickety-looking edifice are crumbling away, literally, before people's eyes. So much for the prevailing secularist assumption of an unassailable solidity and permanence. And that's the end of the article by uh, Mr. O'Brien. And uh, let's just kind of comment on it. So you may be aware that there are other uh, famous geological features that have collapsed in recent years one in america was called the old man of the mountain it was a famous feature in new hampshire and that collapsed in what 2003 i believe yes it was in uh 2003 that that famous rock formation collapsed And so it goes. And we could talk about other features of geological interest that have been touted as evidence of millions and millions of years that are blown away. For example, by Mount St. Helens. The Mount St. Helens volcano that happened back in 1980 blew away, blew to smithereens, the idea of millions of years of evolution to lay down rock layers and millions more to erode those rock layers. Um, Again, we had kind of a... A living laboratory in real time that we could actually observe back then of the before and the after and how rapidly the rock layers were laid down, hundreds of feet of rock layers finally uh, laid down by the volcanic eruption and its aftermath, and likewise quickly eroded. It didn't take millions of years. In a matter of days, it happened that the layers were laid down, and in a matter of days, they were eroded away to make a 140th scale model of the Grand Canyon. And so, once again, there's living proof, observable evidence for catastrophic explanation of past events, rather than the slow and gradual millions of years of the uniformitarian view. Same thing is true of the production of fossils. A petrified forest is in the making in uh, Spirit Lake, again associated with uh, the v- volcanic eruption at Mount St. Helens. You can read all about this if you go to answersingenesis.org and look for uh, an article by Steve Austin called Why is Mount St. Helens Important to the Origins Controversy? Very, very detailed report. They're very, very helpful to us. And so it goes with all the dogma of evolution, their ideas about the origin of life, the origin of species, that doesn't stand up to the scrutiny of actual observation. But the Bible does. What the Bible says is definitely true. It's definitely true because God says so, right? It's God's word, the Bible, so it's true even before we begin to scrutinize it. But when you look at the world around us, you see that what is talked about in the Bible does stand up to scrutiny. It does match ultimately and correspond to what we see in the world around us. And uh, that's important, especially in this holy season of Holy Week, uh, Good Friday, and Easter, that our listeners are reminded that Christ is the solid rock and his word is the solid rock upon which we stand Jesus says in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 7 everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock And when Jesus finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as their scribes. And so, yes, we want to be sure that we listen to the words of Jesus and especially look to him as our crucified and risen Savior. And our hope of salvation, our confidence is built on the rock-solid truth of God's Word and that fulfillment of that Word in the life, suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus, the Son of God, our Savior. Can we have a prayer before we wrap up today's segment? Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the rock-solid truth of your Word, and your Word as it has been fulfilled in the Word made flesh, Jesus, your Son, who lived a perfect life, offered His perfect life as a sacrifice on Calvary's cross to take away our sins, and arose in victory on the third day. Help us, O oh Lord, always to build our faith on that rock-solid foundation, trusting in Jesus for this life and the life to come. In His name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Pastor Worth, for being on the program today. My pleasure. We're listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news.